And uh, we, you know, during this period, isn't it interesting that all kinds of exciting things always happen? We find that uh, church gets locked down, we have the electricity, uh, interesting situation. And then during this period, in the entire time, uh, Pastor Wendy and I have been in the ministry, and Pastor Grant will tell you, we've never ever had a public address system blow up and not work. And during uh, this period of time, one of uh, our actual public address system yes. completely went down and we opened it up and did what men do uh, looked inside and fixed the wires up and found out nothing was actually seriously wrong it was just something that didn't work so pastor eddie always says the devil is the god or he's the prince of the power of the air yeah. and i said it's the most amazing thing that whenever the Word of God gets preached or you worshiping, there'll be something to disrupt what God wants to do in your life. So we're going to go to the Word of God today. That's just a sort of by-the-way situation, so I just wanted to make sure you were all okay this morning. So we're going to go to the Word of the Lord this morning, and then at the end of the service, we're going to have communion together as the family of God. Today I want to speak to you about, and I know I've done a lot of, a lot of things and uh, just messing around with hashtag. You can hashtag it any way you like. Uh, one more time or hashtag remember me, wh whichever way you would like to do it. But this morning I want to speak to you about one more time. Now we are aware that God is the God of the second chance. He gives people a second chance. Calvary was really where God gave two people an opportunity. He gave Judas the opportunity to come back, and he, did, he went out and committed suicide, and he gave Peter an opportunity to come back, and Peter returns. Now, effectively, both have denied their Lord and Savior. Peter, when he could, he's in a position where they're at the trial of Jesus, and they said, your speech betrays you. You're one of his disciples, and uh, the Bible says he begins to swear and says, I don't know him. And it said he went out and he wept bitterly because a prophetic word had been spoken over his life that he would deny Jesus. Now, Judas brings the money back, but he doesn't return to Jesus. What he does is he goes out and he takes his own life. And so when we see him destroy his own life, we look at it and we see two different human responses. And part of what I want to share with you this morning is how we deal with the human response, which is called shame. But if you'll go to 2 Samuel, and we're going to look at three different characters, and uh, 2 Samuel chapter 4, verse 4, you're going to read about a young man here called Mephibosheth. Now, the passage on, it own, on its own talks about Jonathan's son. Jonathan's son's name was Mephibosheth. In order to contextualize that, we see that Saul has a son called Jonathan. Jonathan is David's best friend. And so Jonathan and David uh, are always together. In fact, Jonathan saves David's life when Saul becomes crazy. So you find with Saul as an individual, he's the first anointed and appointed king of Israel coming out of the a recognized prophetic office because we find Samuel is a prophet and we've been speaking about a prophetic word or a declarative word and it is Samuel who recognizes the anointing on him. 
But there's a point where the scripture says Saul was small in his own eyes. In other words, he was humble. He was hiding. But there comes a period as he becomes king, he becomes very proud and very arrogant. And that point in time, he starts to be demonically tormented. And David is brought in as a musician. That's why worship is so important in the church. David is brought in as a musician, and as he worships, the demonic spirits leave Saul. But they keep returning. And it's so bad that there are times when David is trying to minister to Saul, and Saul will take a javelin and throw it at David in order to try and kill him. Yet David keeps returning. And what angered Saul more than anything else was that the ladies came out singing, Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousands. And he didn't like that. He didn't like the fact that he had raised up a young warrior in the house who did better. I was saying to one of our pastors some years ago, I said, you need to preach better than me, do better than me, have better miracles than me. And the pastor looked at me and he said, Pastor Nev, are you saying it's a competition? I said, absolutely, it's a competition. You need to do way better than what I do. And uh, at that time,